Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash, Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free reviews, recaps, and sometimes recommendations of whatever we read this week. And we are fresh out of lockdown Woo-hoo! and back together. Yay! Facial expressions. <laughs> no lag. So much more fun to look at you and be with you while we do this. So, Amy, because you you're in charge of such things. What did we read this week? We read Just Like Heaven by Julia Quinn, which is the first novel in the Smythe Smythe or Smith Smythe. We're still not sure how you say. I've always said Smythe Smythe. That's how I say it in my yeah, head. Great. It's the Smythe Smythe Quartet. Quartet for a deliberate reason. And that reason is the Smythe Smythe Bridgerton fans <laughs> may remember are responsible for the musicals. Musical yes. evenings of very dubious quality. Well, no, no, because the mother Smythe Smythe, the like the matron of the Smythe Smythes, wants to throw a musicale. It's a every tradition. Week. Yeah, it's every a- sorry, every year, and only the unmarried ladies of the Smythe Smythe family play at the musical. And they have to play regardless of their musical talent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hence the comedy. Yeah. So there are four novels. Ha ha quartet. That's where I thought you were going with that. No, and then it's you were like, they're always a quartet. Ha-ha. Whenever they're playing, there's yeah, always four girls in the musicale. Yes. The second novel is called something I don't remember. The third novel is The Sum of All Kisses. And the fourth novel is The Secrets of Sir Richard Kenworthy. Mm. So we are not doing all four. We are doing Just Like Heaven. I may mention some of the others. Yeah, because yeah. you can't help yourself. I can't help myself. Bought something new and different, and Gasp. as a out of lockdown present. Gasp! Will it be a present? Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you like to do the spoiler-free summary? Sure, I'll give it a red hot go. Okay, go. Just like heaven follows Honoria Smythe Smythe, and she is a violinist in the quartet. <gasps> spoiler! I'm kidding. <laughs> And what's fun about this book is in this first book, there's a lot of crossover to a lot of characters who we uh, like from Bridgerton. the Bridgerton novel. Yep. So Lady Danbury yep. has a very fun role in Just Like Heaven. And we also have featured some of the Bridgerton brothers, specifically in this one, the youngest one, Gregory. So Honoria decides, I've got to get out of this. And the only way out of the musicale is to get married. She sets her sights. It's terribly embarrassing. Like, <laughs> while mm, while Mama Smythe Smythe in Bridgerton's and in this series is very much constructed as having, she honestly in her heart of hearts believes that the Smythe Smythes are just gifted. Expert musicians. Musical talent. Yeah, everyone is a musical really virtuoso. They... Whereas the girls themselves know how horrendous it is and they loathe doing it but they have to do it because it's tradition and their mothers are like they owe it to their family yeah exactly so honoria's like i'm gonna get married and the person she decides is the most eligible person for her to get married to is the remaining eligible bachelor bridgerton brother gregory who is the youngest so she so says he's in it. Him. Yeah, he comes he, into the He's in song. it. That's fine, except that she doesn't have a father figure and her brother, who would play that role, has is absent and he has left her in charge of his best friend, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Marcus. Her brother is on not on the run, but he isn't allowed in the country because he was in a duel. 
Correct. And he shot someone, so he's he's fled and he's being pursued by... That someone's father. That, well, yeah. the assassins yeah. that father has hired. So her brother Daniel isn't there. Daniel said, Marcus, look out for my sister, protect her, yeah. as if she was your own sister. And Marcus is like, sure. Will do. Marcus lives pretty much next door. They're childhood friends. Honoria's has known him forever. And clearly, not a spoiler, it's on the back of the book. Clearly there is some form of potential blooming romance between Marcus and Honoria. Yeah, yeah, they're the romantic couple. I don't think it's a well, not, spoiler to say No, but it's because who... I started by saying she's got her eyes set on Gregory. Yeah, that was weird. You've structured this weirdly, but other than that, you're doing a great job. <sighs> Carry on. You make it so hard. I mean, just because my syntax is different from yours. <laughs> Carry on, you're doing a terrific job and I support everything yeah, you're doing. Really. So Marcus is like mm. So Marcus is attracted to her and she is attracted to him over the course of many hijinks where they move from being brothery, sistery, childhood friends into you are woman, you are man, your parts could touch my parts. And ultimately Ugh. Honoria is like, I think I could really be into this. And Marcus, the what do we call it? The obstacle, obstacle to them just getting married is that Marcus has promised on his honour as a gentleman to protect her as though he he was her brother, yes. and so from himself, yes, and so <laughs> taking it'd be like it's and it's like whenever I read those old novels and someone is you know like someone's ward, yeah. and then they end up getting married, and I'm like, mm, is that like are you is that an abuse of power? Like I feel like you had power over them, well, and now you're together. That's Marcus's struggle. That is he's Marcus's like, Am struggle. I betraying my best friend mm-hmm. and the responsibilities he's given me in that friendship to yes. pursue Honoria? So that's the central obstacle. He has no legal control over. No, Honoria, no, no. He's though. just yeah. doing it because no. they're friends. So events that happen in the novel, and you know, there's a house party. There's the various... old that old chestnut of. I am injured and someone must care for me. Oh, look, it now allows us to spend so many hours in one another's Eating company. Eating cake together. They have yes. a deep and abiding passion for, for cake. cake, the cake made by Honoria's I think that's chef. it. I, think, and I don't think yeah, there's anything there's else to tell. Anything more would actually be telling you the entire plot of the story. Yes. So, Kimberly. Yes. Oh, I get to go first. You get to go first because <gasps> you let me, never you know, for once first. do the spoiler-free recap. Would you recommend the Smythe Smythe Quartet, specifically the first book, Just Like Heaven? So I feel like if you get to play the part of Kim right. in this episode, then I get to play the part of Amy. And in playing the part of Amy, what I'm going to say is I would recommend all of them. The whole series <laughs> is really awesome. The would first you? book would the you? first book is good. I wouldn't be saying that. The first book is good, <laughs> but it's um it just sets it up and there can are you other books. Okay, you be Kim? all right, okay, I'll this be Kim. Is, I'll yeah, be Kim. I'm gonna I'll punch you in the face or okay, stab you with this pencil I'll in my hand. Um, okay, look, I didn't mind this book. I thought it was okay. I thought Marcus was a little bit of a kind of stuffed shirt of a person. Yeah. Uh, I didn't super love him. And I you know, I love love, and I love that they fall in love. And this is they the most both... insipid. It is, but the book kind of no, the book's not insipid. That's offending poor old Julia Quinn. But I, 
It wasn't particularly memorable. I think that was the problem for me. And yes, I'm going to steal your thunder. And yes, this is an Amy comment, but we both know it's true. This is not my favorite book out of the series. The series of four. Of four. So mention which one is your so favorite. So the sum of all kisses, which is three, uh, number book three. three, is exceptional. And I go back to that again and again because Hugh Prentice, who is the leading man in that book. Yep is in it from book one and the kind of arc that you get to see him go on because he's a bit misunderstood and it's not like he's it's not that classic he's a villain and then becomes a good guy or anything and we're expected by book three to just forget he's been a jerk. Misunderstood is he's misunderstood and they just kind of so many assumptions are made and he is just his arc is gorgeous. But the others are just a little bit more they just seem a little bit two dimensional and it's a little bit dramatic that that Marcus is like, I can't be with you because I promised your brother I wouldn't. But your brother really likes you, Marcus, and he really likes her, and he would be okay with you guys loving each other and taking care of each other. Can I mention something that I think will reveal us to be absolute total nerds? Are you yeah. okay with this? Okay. Go. So Uh-oh. the thing that for me is most vivid about mm. this series of novels is we read them, and this was the first of the Julia Quinns that we were reading initially as they were published. Right. Before that, they'd all been published already and we were just finding True. them on bookshop shelves. Yes. And I remember we sat down because I found this letter the other day. Oh, dear and Lord we in wrote, heaven. It goes, it's on dinosaur paper because that was the only because, paper I had in the house. No, no, goes, because our housemate was obsessed with dinosaurs yeah. and she had dinosaur paper. Dear Julia Dear Quinn. Dear Julia Quinn, I remember this We've letter. been enjoying the Smythe Smythe series. Yeah. Please... Can you make the next novel follow the story of Hugh? And I'm bringing this up. Because he was the character we cared about. He was the one out of the first two novels. The first one is is Marcus. The second one, surprise, surprise, is Daniel. And his story starts to overlap with the end of uh, Just Just Like like Heaven. Heaven. I don't know why I can't remember his novel's name. But in both of those novels, we just wanted to know about Hugh. Yeah, and then we were delighted. We were like, yeah, I'm willing to put money on the fact that the third one is going to be Hugh. And then we read it. We were like, yes, we get to know his backstory. So we're nerds because we wrote a letter to Julia We didn't send it. No, we didn't. Because... We had doubts about the T-Rex paper it was written on. <laughs> I'm going to show it to you. I'll scan it and I'll I send it to you. I love that you have it. And it. was like, oh, oh, my God. We wrote this like nine years ago. Do you know what I also love about this is that when you're in your 20s and you think back like 10 years ago, you're like, oh, God, I was a teenager. I was 10. Like, you don't want to whatever. You're like, oh, I was such a child. But now I'm in my 30s. I think back nine years ago and I was like, oh, God, early 20s, Kim. What was she doing? We were sitting on a beanbag talking yes, about romance I'm novels. <laughs> and then our housemate so was giving us, giving us a piece of dinosaur paper. Now we just have paper that doesn't have dinosaurs on it. It's true. That's what's That's changed. That's what's changed. You're right. The stationery is all just changed. That's fabulous. People I love that up. so much. Uh, yeah, so I guess my point to sum that up is – yeah, I guess I would recommend this novel. It's one of those ones that is inoffensive. I don't dislike it. If you are just, if you have read everything else we've recommended and you've reached a point where you just want to read a Julia Quinn that's okay and it's not, and so the has writing is ca- good. Has some characters who you're familiar Absolutely. with. And, you know, who doesn't love an appearance by Lady Danbury? Exactly. So if you kind of just want more of that specific world, this really does give that to you. And so it's not it's not unsatisfying. It's an okay read. It's just not 
it's it's not the problem that I have with it is that it's not something if you said give me a list of three romance novels I should read none of these are falling on yeah. that list if you gave uh, me if you said give me a list of 10 yeah. I'd probably include some of his kisses some of all some kisses. of all kisses but if you said yeah but that's like even then maybe not like it's just not they're not amazing it's just not amazing it's okay it's all right it's fine me being amy Yes, you're allowed to be Amy <laughs> would now. Would say that. What would, would you? Wait, well, on, Amy. I have to ask you. Mm. You always just jump straight in. Amy, would you recommend "Just Like Heaven" by Julia Quinn? Putting my Amy hat on, <laughs> I would recommend it as a journey to get to the third. <laughs> <laughs> because it's an inoffensive journey to it's get. It's an to inoffensive the third. journey. I didn't like. Uh, I was a bit meh about the second one. Me too. I, I, really, I didn't like Daniel as much. I enjoyed Marcus and Honoria's story. Yeah. It sort of reminds me in a way of we reviewed ages ago uh, Sir Harry Valentine, What Happens in yes, London. Yes, yes. And It's private in that same way. It's not showy and ballroomy. No, it's it happens on a country moments. estate. It yep. happens in people's houses. And I liked that sort of it's like a – sunshiny, cold Sunday afternoon, yeah. curled up on the sofa, cup of tea, you have a nice three hours, you go, oh, I had a little tear. They're sweet. It I was suppose really that sweet. is it. It's a sweet novel. The second novel I found a, a bit too, and this seems so contradictory when we're talking about Regency romance novels, but it was too melodramatic. Yes, agreed. Because he comes back from a duel, he's been chased by assassins, she's yeah. got this sort of she's not who she seems backstory. Yeah, it does seem a little bit penny dreadful kind of. Yeah. yeah. And then I also really liked the third book, The Sum of All Kisses, with Hugh and another Smythe Smythe cousin because it also was quite private. It happens like it actually happens in the background of the weddings of the characters in the yes. previous two novels. Yes. So it it's not at ballrooms. Is nothing it, like that. Is it interesting that the Smythe Smythe Quartet novels are based around four Smythe Smythe cousin women who get married, but in our heads we recall and categorize these the novels men. based on the men? Yeah, it is really interesting. Mm. Well, the second one the melodramatic second one with Daniel, she's not a cousin. She's not related to them at all. No, but he's, he's a smith, smith. smith. Yeah. The fourth one with Iris, Iris is one of a rare smith smith who actually has a musical talent and therefore yes. is so offended and mortified by every performance and is so desperate to get married. I can't believe I'm letting you recap the plot of these, but carry on. I didn't like the fourth one. I no, found I it. I didn't. Because his obstacle and and when there's a reveal about, like, why Sir Richard Kenworthy is so keen to get married, I felt a bit... Icky. Like, he's a bit betrayed. I felt that was the word I was thinking. And it didn't feel like... Forgivable. They were fixed or resolved at the end of that narrative. So I would recommend read the first three. Stop. You'll be because they wrap up and they resolve the Daniel yeah, plot line and the yeah. Hugh plot line at the end of Some of All Kisses, and then the fourth book happens. I'd skip the fourth book. I'd recommend one and three. Two's all right. Gets you to three. Three's yeah. great. The end. Yeah, agreed. Awesome. Well, so, well, well summarized and aligned. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. It's so nice it's, to agree. Oh, it is nice. Yeah. Mm. Back together. Back together. Aligned. Yeah. So trash. Totally trash. Yeah. The whole series is trash. Yeah. <laughs> Bless. In our endearing, you know, 
We say trash, like we said before, with lots of endearment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> We've had to come up with new categorizations for things that I vehemently hate. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, trash does not mean I don't like it. Trash just means it's disposable and a bit pulpy. Well, that's it. We're done. That is it. Well done. Join us again next time for some more trash or treasure. We will bring you some more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, recommendations maybe of whatever we read. Yep. And until then, happy, happy reading. reading. And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.